Hello? Hello? Hello, Cliffy? Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff Cliff. Cliffy? It's podcast time. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Full stick of butter. Cliffy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Give me a call at your convenience, okay? Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff Cliff. Here's the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. The one and the only, Johnny Boy. My little baby boy. Baby butter boy. Womack style. Cliffy. I love you. Toggling your balls. Toggling your balls. Where's the rodeo? Uh, toggling his balls. I like your boots. Just below your nipple. Where are you headed? The biggest one yet. Toggle your balls. Toggling your balls. Fifty shades of gray. Slack, Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Cliffy. Oh my god. Hey there, teacher. It's going to be outrageous. What's my assignment? Your grandmother. I like your rubric. Great Donnell Winslow. Oh, please. Degrade me. Cliffy Baseball. With this. My little baby butter boy, little butter boy, clippy boy, baby boy. Sweet this. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. That's how you get blisters. Womack style. That sure tastes delicious. In my mouth. Hey, firewoman. Bibleopoly, Cliff. Where's the fire? Puzzle, your balls. You're a smoker. The oatmeal tasting booth. Toggling your balls. Toggle your balls. Baby Butter Boy. The biggest and the best. You goddamn Butter Boy, son of a bitch. I can't get out of fuck of you, son of a bitch. To the Womack family holiday spectacular. Your grandmother just told me the good news. Or as we like to call it, the pizzle. Hellman's mayonnaise. The rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air, and a delicious Helios pizza in your oven. Walmax style. Oh, baby. That's right. That's right. I feel like I feel like my right the right headphone is not. I don't know if it's the headphone. See, that's the problem. I don't know if these crappy. I, I'm, I'm using my my 12 year old's headphones because my old, the old classic red Beats by Dre, uh, they're they're finished. We tossed those out months ago, uh, and I I have wireless Beats by Dre, but they don't. Uh, I, I can't get the headphone jack. It's it's uh, whatever. So I'm using my child's uh, Nintendo Switch headphones, which are fine. But I'm and I'm using the I'm using the old blue Yeti microphone, which is not blue. It's not it's not blue at all. There's no blue. Uh, this is episode 100, and I I thought, hey, what the hell, day off, a little holiday. Kids are at school, 
They've got two and a half days of school left. So they've got today, Monday, June 20th, 2022. And uh, they've got tomorrow and then half day Wednesday. And tomorrow is fifth grade graduation. Wednesday's just a half day. And then that's it. And then I don't have to get up at 6.30 to take kids to school until the end of it's going to be two months before I have to do that. That's lovely. And it's just at the right time because the project that I, it's just, you know, there's lots going on. There's lots to do. There's so much. So it'll be nice to be able to sleep in just a little bit. And I'm sure my body will wake up at the normal time and I won't get any extra sleep at all. So that should be fun. Yeah, look at this. So I've, I've got the microphone. I've got the headphones. You heard the old, the theme song, episode 100. Episode 99 was January 20th of this year. Today's June 20th. It's exactly five months since I did like a proper episode, which even then, I don't know how much. It was still just me talking into the phone. And most of the Birthday Boy podcast episodes will continue to be me talking into the phone. But after today... Oh, God damn you. Well, let's take a pause. God damn it. And we're back, and you didn't even realize that I was... You didn't even, didn't even notice I was gone. Uh, you know, you drop your kid off, and it's like a minute after the school time starts, and they say, oh, your child wasn't in school. Yeah, they're fucking in school, douche. Come on, douche. Don't don't give me this shit about not being in school. Anyway, so, so, so... <clears throat> just it's so weird i'm give give, give me a sec I'm, I'm just trying to adjust to this whole thing having the headphones on and the microphone like a proper a proper podcast boy should have i feel like a proper podcast boy uh so yeah this is episode 100 and i guess i'll call it um should i call this should i call this the season premiere it's season four like technically, season four should have started, you know, May right after May twenty fourth because that's my birthday. That's the anniversary of the podcast. But I didn't because I just kept calling in bonus episodes. I'm going to call this season four. I'm going to say that season three is over, and we are in season four, our fourth year of the Birthday Boy podcast. In this podcast, I got news for you: it's never going to end. I've said this before, I will say it again, as long as I'm breathing and all that stuff, I will do this podcast. I don't know what days I will do it, I don't know uh, with what regularity I will do it, but I will do a podcast until I can't do it anymore. Or, or I just don't like doing it anymore, but I can't imagine that's going to happen. You're, you're going to not like hearing the podcast long before I don't like doing the podcast. So don't worry about it. You'll get sick of me before I get sick of me. Well, I'm always sick of me, but you, you know what I mean. Uh, so there's I, I was saving some stuff for today. I really, what I saved was Paul McCartney. The Paul McCartney concert that we went to, uh, I think, about two weeks ago. Yeah, June 7th, almost two weeks since we saw Sir Paul. And after that, he did two shows at Fenway, a Tuesday and a Wednesday night. And then he did, uh, I think, the, the following Sunday, I guess would have been last Sunday. I believe he was in Baltimore. And then Thursday night, uh, MetLife Stadium, New Jersey. 
in the shadows of New York City, as WWE always says anytime that they are at MetLife Stadium or somewhere in New Jersey or somewhere that's close enough to New York City that they can say, or the, the shadows of New York City. I don't know that the shadows have actually reached that far out. Maybe they have. Maybe. I, I can't. Eh, anyway. Uh, so what's uh, what's what's cracking, everybody? I had a little uh, <laughs> today off, so naturally I had a little a uh, little a little treat, if you will, before before I turned on the microphone here, dusted off the old microphone. It's nice to have the microphone. I mean, this is nice. This is like a nice setup. Uh, but I I am so used to walking around and pacing back and forth, and just you know yelling into the microphone, yelling into the phone. It's uh, it's also a little strange. It's a little weird, but this is it. Feel this feels very old school. To, to be honest, it's just weird. Cause here I am talking into the microphone. I don't remember the last time I did it with this setup. I really don't. It's it's been close to a year. Maybe August, September. I don't. I honestly don't. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, bro. <sighs> so yeah, I want to talk about Paul McCartney. And play you some clips of the concert. I'm not going to play you any music as much as I'm dying to play you the music here and there. Because it is just so good. Um, but, you know, let's be honest. That's not something that I can do without, uh, you know. I would need to get Sir Paul himself probably to sign off on that. Cleaning this computer. It's a brand new computer and somehow I've... Look at this. What the fuck? What is this? Come on. What is this, a scratch? Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Great, great. Nice and clean. Ah, that feels good. A nice, clean computer. This is the only difference. When I have the microphone and I can hear my voice in the headphones, I don't do this shit when I'm talking into the phone. But when I can listen to my voice, I want to... Let's see, how how does it sound now? Hey, every, hey everybody, Roger Wallen, coming at you. It's two for Tuesday. He doesn't do two for. He's a sports guy. He's not talking about. Hey, what's what's the deal? <laughs> I mean, Steph Curry. I mean, did you see Game Six? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, what, what, what are we talking about here? Is this? Uh, I mean, come on. All right. <laughs> the hell's that noise? See, now I can hear all this weird shit. It picks up all these sounds. I think that was just a plane overhead or something. It's something outside. Windows are closed. Now I like hear shit. I gotta get used to this. So, anyways, we saw Paul McCartney a few uh, weeks ago. I'm gonna play you the audio because the audio of the stuff between the songs was just as good. You know, it's like holy shit. We're sitting here at Fenway in these amazing seats. By the way, I don't know how we managed to do this. Um, and. Uh, <clears throat> Up in the up in the pavilion club pavilion seats, it's the State Street Pavilion, which in my years working at State Street, never nobody ever invited me to the State Street Pavilion. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool to sit up there. Uh, great, you know, you get your own kind of private. I wouldn't say private, but a, a much uh, you know, you don't have all the riffraff of the entire park, the entire ballpark there, so it's nice. You know, easy bathrooms to not have to wait in line for food. Bathrooms are there. Drinks, that's all. Maybe there's one or two people ahead of you. Maybe. Uh, it was great. So, and I got the tickets for, you know, they're face value tickets. I got them in a, like a pre-sale 
like early, early, early bird. And uh, if you have an American Express, which my wife does, so I was able to was able to log in and get those tickets, and then put it on her American Express card, so it's not even my problem. <laughs> um, so yeah, we went two weeks ago, and it really does hit you. You're just sitting there like, oh my god, like fucking, it's Paul McCartney. It's like you know, you're never gonna see the Beatles, but this is it. You're seeing the Beatles. This is it. This is this is as close to it as you'll get, which is cool. Because I'll never get to see the Doors, and I came as close as one can come to seeing the Doors, just by hearing you know hearing a Door play play the guitar, Robbie Krieger, all those years ago at Woodstock. Uh, anyway, Paul McCartney. He he played you know all the songs you would expect him to play. Beatles songs, Paul McCartney songs, Wings songs. He did a quick little tribute to Jimi Hendrix, uh, and then told a story about Jimi Hendrix. Anyway, I'm gonna play all that stuff for you in a bit. Uh, I want to talk about the weekend. Uh, well, I don't even remember. So, fr- oh, uh, here's what I want to talk about. Friday night, dude. Friday night, we went up to the IMAX. And the, the IMAX that we go to is in a town called Hooksit, New Hampshire, which every time I see that sign or hear that name, I think of Fritz Weatherby, because I feel like every time he's telling one of his stories, it takes place in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Out in Hooksit, Hooksit, New Hampshire, Binky says. That's like, that's, that, that's angry, Fritz. Binky fucking says. And Webster, goddamn Webster. Went to the Buckaburg and Isle Dog, and I'll tell you a fucking story about those assholes coming up next on New Hampshire Chronicle. Um, anyway, the IMAX is in Hooksit, which is a little annoying, only because it's not that far. It's just the... You've got the evening commuters heading north on a Friday night, so it's just kind of eh. And then New Hampshire roadways are among the dumbest I've ever driven on. They're just... There's no roadway that bothers me anywhere on the planet. And I have driven in this country. I have driven in other countries. I've, I've driven, uh, lived in many different states and different cities and different areas and had much busier, much more trafficy areas than Nashua, New Hampshire, Boston, Charlotte, the Palm Beach area. I, you know, I've commuted down to Fort Lauderdale before. From Anyway, doesn't matter. The, the stretch of road that I hate more than any, and plenty, I mean, look, how much I-95 driving through Connecticut and the tri-state area, New York City area, D.C., I mean, how many times have I sat in D.C. traffic, any of this stuff. There's nothing I hate more than getting on the Everett Turnpike heading north, Route 1, heading north, Route 1, route, th- route 3, where is this Route 1 coming from? Oh, now I'm second-guessing myself. No, it's Route 3. Why, why would I even say Route 1? I don't even know why I would even say that. Oh, but but, but then I'm recalling that a few minutes ago I did have um, <clears throat> some, some treats, if you will, on this day off. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> um, yeah, so Route 3 heading north uh, between exits 1 and I'll say 8 is the worst stretch of road in America. 
It doesn't seem like it. There's no reason that it should be. It's a. It's just a regular three-lane highway. But because the merging and exiting and the lanes close and switch and all this bullshit and you're going around corners and crazy people from Massachusetts and crazy people from New Hampshire. New Hampshire people don't want to admit that there are, you know, New Hampshire people have fucking problems too. Every It's all the mass holes fault, right? Like everybody from Massachusetts comes to New Hampshire and ruins this, this great state of ours and, uh, you know, uh, and of course we let them because god what would this if we didn't have tourism what would this state be you know massachusetts realizes that they they need some new hampshire folks every once in a while and they're you know they're not, they're not, maybe they're jerks about it who knows but anyway you got mass holes and you've got uh, granite state holes and they're just trying racing home from work and it's a whole fucking it's awful i hate that highway i hate it in the morning i have to go you know drive that way to take the oldest to middle school and it's just you know it, it can be real white knuckle stuff and i don't get white knuckle too often in driving situations i'm pretty pretty okay with the drives um anyway so <clears throat> what the hell okay uh so that's the only thing that sucks about that imax theory theater theater is heading up north on route three uh, in, in the Friday rush hour, and of course, as summer gets here, it's only going to be worse. So I don't know. We may be, we may be hitting up the IMAX perhaps on a on a Saturday morning instead. But in any event, the last three Fridays we saw, as I've mentioned uh, repeatedly, Top Gun, Jurassic World, and then this past Friday we went and saw the Buzz Lightyear movie, which I think is just called Lightyear. And, uh, and we got, there was a six o'clock show, so we left right about five o'clock, got there at six, oh, got there well before, the f- 10 or 15 minutes before six, and we went in, and it's just like, God, I'm, I'm so used to movie theaters, because we had to go to the ones in and around Nashua, or around Boston, and you expect the theaters to be fairly packed, and they usually are. And I expect that the IMAX is going to be, like, super packed. And every time we go in there, I walk right up to the machine to scan my little QR code on the phone and get my tickets. Uh, the wife and kids get in a snack line, and they really don't need to. You figure, oh, I'll hold my place in line. And there's there's three lines open, and it's, like, easy to just get right up there and get your snacks and get your drinks, get your popcorn, all that shit. My goobers. Uh... And and it's it's just crazy. Like we just we're just right right in, get right in. No no real waiting in line, which is so strange. And uh, and it was the same thing on Friday. It was like the the least amount of people. I, th- I thought, Jesus, is it? Did I miss something? Is it actually two in the afternoon? And everybody's still at work and at school, and that's why we have the place to ourselves. No, it's. I kept checking my watch. I said, Nope, it's it's almost six o'clock on a Friday. So we got our snacks, we got all the bullshit, and we went in to the IMAX theater, theater number eight, and uh, and there were, you know, previews were just, well, not, you know, the, the, the pre-previews, you know, the 30-minute thing that plays before the movie was playing, and uh, and I expected for sure that we would turn the corner to go up to our seats and, you know, see a whole bunch of people, and like, oh, God, all these people, like Jurassic World, we were, you know... So the first time I sat next to a stranger at the movie theater in I don't even probably three years, maybe even more. I don't know. 
Um, because that thing, that Jurassic Park thing was packed. Top Gun was packed. Sell out for Top Gun. Sell out for Jurassic Park. Figured the same for Buzz Lightyear. It's Pixar. It's Disney. It's a it's a beloved character from the. It's been around for almost thirty years. Twenty seven years. Uh yeah. Anyway, so we turn the corner as we enter the theater because you can't see the seats right away, and we turn the corner, and there is literally nobody in that theater except for us. Not a seat is filled. I'm not saying that it was kind of empty. I'm saying it was empty. And I said, okay, well, maybe... Because sometimes, like, last week we had to stand outside for a little bit and wait for Jurassic Park because the the guys were cleaning up from the previous show. And then they gave us the okay and we could come in. And we were the first ones in and it was, like, empty for a second and then people filed in and then it was a complete jam-packed sellout theater at Jurassic Park. And so we went in and I thought, okay, maybe maybe they just opened these doors and the guys are cleaning. And I looked around and I'm like, nobody's cleaning. They've already cleaned in here. Like, and it's it's only like five minutes before the movie starts at this point. So I'm saying, okay, all right, all right. Maybe there's something going on. Maybe there's some traffic that we got lucky and we didn't we didn't get stuck in. And uh, so we took our seats and got our snacks and drinks situated and everything. Uh, the kids spilled a little nacho cheese on the seat, so I had to, you know, we cleaned it up, and I, I went and threw out all the all the napkins and stuff, and then I had to run to the bathroom and came back, and there were, you know, previews for that stupid Avatar movie we're playing. And uh, and it was just, you know, the show was just about to start, so I went up and I sat with sat back down, and there's still, there's still nobody. There's nobody. And I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, is something... Is something wrong? Like, are we in the wrong... We must be in the wrong place. We must be... Well, there's no way that this brand new Buzz Lightyear Disney Pixar movie... And I know some some people are boycotting because there's lesbians in the movie. <laughs> yes, and they, and, they, and they scissor each other for 20 minutes in the Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, they, they're talking about this lesbian kiss. I don't recall even seeing a kiss. They like uh, so Buzz Buzz Lightyear. Uh, you know, it's the movie. <laughs> In 1995, Andy went and saw a movie about one of his favorite toys. This is that movie. So that's what you're watching. You're watching the movie that Andy watched of Buzz Lightyear. In that in that universe. And so it's Buzz Lightyear, and his, and then you know he's got he's got a crew, and uh, they they get they get stranded, and uh, you know I won't uh, give away too much, but they get they get stranded, and then Buzz Lightyear is uh, you know he's he's gone for what seems like a few seconds, but it's been four years, and his uh, his basically his partner and his very good friend, you know he comes back and she's a little bit older. And he's like, no, I must, I must break hyperspeed to get us out of the, you know, because he's he's gotta he's gotta test the fuel to make sure it's the right combination to get their the big ship with all the people on it off the planet and back home. So he's not he's not gonna give up until he gets them home. But it's like four years are passing every time. And I'm, am I giving away too much? Maybe I am. 
you know what? Uh, it's, 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 sorry. Let me just buzz. Basically, Buzz Lightyear, his best friend. Uh, you know, he comes back every four years, and obviously everybody's older. And at one point, he comes back, and now she's uh, dating or she's married, uh, and it's to a woman. And then they have a kid, and they and, and they you know they stand in the doorway with the kid. Buzz, buzz is like, oh my god, I'm so happy for you, or whatever. And I, they hug each other. They quickly just I don't even remember there being a kiss. If it was like one of them kissed the other on the forehead. I, if you're if you're offended by that, if you're offended that there's two women and they kiss in a children's movie, you are you're an idiot. Like, there's no, you know, oh well, your religion tells you, or oh well, you were no, you're just a fucking idiot at this point. If you're even slightly bothered by two women kissing each other, like the most harmless, innocent, like peck on the cheek kind of thing, and it children's cartoon how many times have people kissed male and female of course have kissed in a in a kid's movie and nobody gives a shit and then they two 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 spouses kiss because they're celebrating uh, having a child or whatever it is and oh well you th- this is a children's movie you're gonna make them all messed up just like them drag queens yeah okay anyway Number of children molested or murdered by a drag queen, zero. <laughs> Whoa, what happened here? Oh, it's a screensaver. Uh, number of children. <laughs> uh, let's do, now do Catholic priests. Huh? Huh? Oh, my God. Now do AR-15. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you're just stupid. Like, you, you're a fucking, you talk about, you know, snowflake this and triggered and your feelings, and then you're fucking, you're melting down because two women who love each other in a movie, in a cartoon, by the way, they they embrace a, an affectionate fucking thing that's very sweet, and I didn't think there was a chance in hell that Buzz Lightyear would get me emotional, but it gets me emotional. It did. I was like, at one point, I'm like, oh my god, tears... And I've never, I've never cried at any of those Toy Story movies. I don't care that the toys are all holding hands as they're about to go into the incinerator, and everybody's like, "You're gonna cry." You just, go. I, I'm like, oh, "Great!" If they went in the incinerator, there'd be no more of these Toy Story movies. That would be lovely. So, uh, but that that didn't get me emotional at all. And the Buzz Lightyear thing did. It was like, oh my god, they you did it again. And Buzz Lightyear of all things, like I don't really give a shit about that character. Uh, I'm just I'm not really a huge Toy Story person. I I do you know enjoy the movies, but I'm not going crazy over Toy Story and all that stuff. And uh, and you know I'm, I was 15 when again I'm 15 when the first Toy Story movie came out, so I didn't give a shit about seeing Toy Story. Because I was a cool teenager who wanted to do cool teen things. And going to see Toy Story isn't one of those things. Anyway. Uh, so I was I never got into the Toy Story. So I, And I, frankly, I had no plans of seeing this Buzz Lightyear thing. But then I figured, let's try and see as much as we can at that IMAX. Because this is fun. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, alright, we'll go see stupid Buzz Lightyear. And I, I, first of all, I loved the movie. Uh... I thought it was really fun. It almost kind of reminded me of like if they made a cartoon about Halo, which I, I guess they did. no, that's a live action thing. It just parts of it reminded me of like a Halo video game kind of. Um, 
but there's some very sweet moments and you know the it's it's okay in that regard the plot is but I, I just really enjoyed it I, I thought it was great I had a fun time watching it not is it the best Pixar movie that's ever no but it's very good and I quite enjoyed it and the little uh, socks the little robot cat you know you always no matter what you have to have a little some kind of critter some kind of thing and uh, and socks the cat robot is the uh, is the comic relief basically during much of the movie and was very fun i uh, i i was legit i also found myself legitimately laughing at the antics of this cat on a couple different occasions and like where i was con- i was laughing long after the joke had stopped just thinking about it was making me laugh which i quite enjoyed it was nice it was a nice feeling to just legitimately laugh oh man this stuff is Episode 100, <laughs> going off the rails. Uh, so anyway, um, but there was no, about 20 minutes into this movie, or 15 minutes, I don't know, somewhere not too close to the beginning, uh, I think it was two people, or maybe two people, and a husband, it was a husband and wife, I think, and I, maybe they had a, I think they had a kid or two. It was no more than four people. In other words, this is a, Let's see, 20 times, there's there's over 100 seats. Maybe there's 130 seats, 150 seats, I don't know. And um, there's eight people occupying. And it wasn't like it was like, okay, if this is a 1.30 in the afternoon show, got it. It's probably going to be pretty pretty light crowd. This is 6 o'clock on a Friday. And I know it's a you know stuff's going on. There's graduations and there's things, events and activities happening on a Friday. But that doesn't mean every person on the planet is doing those activities. So I thought for sure, like there's going to be more people in the IMAX to see Buzz Lightyear, and it looked great in IMAX, by the way. Ah, it looked great. <clears throat> but I I won't talk about it too much, and I I probably spoiled too much of it already. I should just go back. If I were not an asshole, I'd go back and just record over it. But it's, there's really nothing to what I told you that's, uh, you know. I mean, it's, it is, I guess, crucial to the plot. But it's not like, I, you know. There's honestly, there's not that much of a plot to get away give away. But in, in any event, uh, it's good. And I quite enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. The kids really liked it. I ate popcorn. I ate nachos. I ate goobers. <laughs> Because that's what I should be doing, eating that shit on a fucking Friday night. Uh, And then we left and we came home, and I don't recall anything else after that. (laughs) And then Saturday, uh, my youngest had their best friend over for the third straight week. And because they were, uh, every week they've been getting together to make like these nice little these little paper dragons that my my youngest child figured out how to make or i don't know saw a youtube thing or something on on how to how to make these paper dragons and they're cool they're like puppets they're paper puppet dragons and uh so for the last this this was the third saturday that the best friend came over to work on making one puppet dragon paper puppet dragon for each of the kids in their fifth grade class and between like the three weeks, they I think made four, maybe it was more like two, three, 
Uh, so they didn't get too far. But who did get really far was my wife when she sat down yesterday afternoon and spent the spent her Sunday making uh, paper puppet dragons to uh, speed up production. <laughs> So yeah, I mean it's an it's it's lovely though. It's nice that they both want to do that and giving little puppets to the, the kids in the class. And I think that's a very sweet thing. As we uh, as we ha- get closer to the final the final day of, of fifth grade, final day of elementary school, elementary school. Uh, so that was Saturday, and I took I took my uh, I took the oldest out the Monument Square Market out in Hollis which we used to go to all the time because they had dance lessons out there. So we'd stop on a Saturday on the way back and get the pizza and sandwiches. And uh, and we've been driving out. The oldest and I, the last two Saturdays, have been driving out to Hollis. And, uh, yeah, we stop at the Monument Square Market. They get this Waldorf sandwich. Oh, my God. It's not a, oh, like a warm baguette. Soft bread, but, you know, a crispy outside warm baguette. You've got sliced... Uh, Chicken slices of chicken, uh, uh, very thinly, you know, apple slice, and some lettuce, and some mayonnaise, and uh, some walnuts, and it's it's just the best sandwich. Um, I'm, I'm 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 salivating thinking about it. I should have gone and got should have driven out to Hollis and gotten a gotten a, a chicken a Waldorf sandwich. For, of my very own for my day off. I guess I could still do that. Who's, who's going to stop me? Uh, and my, my oldest loves their BLTs. Of course, then we let my oldest have a bite of the Waldorf sandwich, and then and then, hey, I, then they ate my other half of my Waldorf sandwich, and then I got stuck with the BLT, and frankly, it tasted like every BLT I've ever had. There's really, there aren't a whole lot of variations. It's the difference, I think, is that the bread is so good. Um, so anyways, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be three Waldorfs next time. And then I even, uh, I even paid it forward, if you can believe that. Oh man, I am. <laughs> oh baby, episode 100, I don't know, I, don't, I might not even get through Sir Paul. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, anyways... 620 man <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 100 is this on to tell, to tell me when we're are we on yet are we on yet that's a that's a joke that's like an old radio joke when you're you know doing stuff. the same woman is walking by again oh probably because she's on a walk that would explain why I thought wait did I see her? Is this deja vu? No, she's just walking in circles around the neighborhood. Oh, oh boy. Oh, doctor. Oh, doctor. Mm-hmm. What was I talking about? Buzz? Was I talking about Buzz Lightyear? No. Saturday, yeah, we had Waldorf, uh, Waldorf sandwiches, and I don't remember. I don't remember the rest of Saturday either. And then Sunday, I spent uh, watched a little Seinfeld in the morning. Oh, I'll tell you what I did Saturday. Got up and I played the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, Revenge of Shredder, uh, on the Switch. And I put on arcade mode so that the twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old, and I could play, which we did. 
And then they got tired like halfway through, so I was stuck playing arcade. But we're so far along that I'm like, eh, how many, how many of these, how many of these stages can there be? And it turns out there's like 16, I think. <laughs> and uh, I got to the very, and what I do is the old trick from the old Turtles games, because you only get so many continues. But if you if you press start on player two, uh, then you can take, you know, then they get fresh. Uh, new lives and continues and stuff and then you can do the same for player three and for player four or for player five i did that and occasionally my oldest would jump in and, and do a, a two-player but i uh, you know i went i jumped from one controller one to controller two to controller three every time that my character would get down to no more lives no more continues before i would die i would just press start on another controller and uh, and and I got to the very end, and I was playing as Splinter because you can play as Splinter in the new Ninja Turtles game, and um, and you can uh, you can and that's what I did. And I got to the I beat Krang, and then I beat Shredder, and then it took me to uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be the Brooklyn Bridge or or was it a rooftop? I can't even remember. It took me somewhere, and I was fighting I, I don't even know like a big giant robot Krang. But for some reason, the Joy-Con, you know, I had used my Pro Controllers for another s slot, and then I was using the Joy-Con, one of the Joy-Cons, and for some reason, uh, only one Joy-Con was connected, and it was the one that can, can punch and kick, which is great, except the Joy-Con that lets the character controls the walking, uh, the movement of walking, it was, uh, I didn't know, I was picking up all the controllers and wiggling the little analog stick, and Master Splinter just stood there. And I said, shit, well, he's going to get killed. And then, and then I, uh, I'll be done. So I, so I, like, I went to the menu and I, I disconnected uh, all of the, all of the controllers from the Bluetooth, and then I reconnected the, the, the Joy-Cons. And, and then I got them both, and I said, okay, good. Now I have a left and a right Joy-Con that's working. I'll unpause this game, and I'll, I'll beat the final boss. Because in arcade mode, you just play through. It's, there's no saves. There's no continues. You just, well, there's some continues, but there's no saving or anything like that or picking it up late. Like, you're in it, you're in it now, and if, you're, if you need to quit, then you're going to lose all your progress. So I was like, well, this is it. This is the final boss. Like, I can't die here, so I got the Joy-Con thing squared away. And I unpaused it, ready to go uh, kick some ass, kick some shell. And then all of a sudden, the thing faded out, and it said, game over. And I said, what? And then I fucking, oh man, you talk about a child. Ugh, a 42-year-old baby on a Saturday morning, because his Ninja Turtle video game didn't do what he wanted it to do, and I was stomping around like a gorilla, like, that's not fair! This <laughs> fucking sucks! Those stupid fucking assholes don't even know how to make a game! This fucking sucks! <laughs> and that that was Saturday morning, and then, yeah, then the oldest and I went and took our drive and all that uh, bullshit. And, uh, and yeah, man, it was, it was good. And then in the evening, I guess, uh, who knows? I'll tell you what I started over the weekend. I started watching the old man. The, I, I don't think that's how they pronounce the show, but that's how I pronounce it. The old man up next on FX. 
Yeah, it's on FX, but it's on Hulu. If you have the Hulu, uh, you can watch it. It's Jeff Bridges and uh, and uh, what's the other guy's name? I want I keep wanting to say like Lionel Schwartzky, but it's uh, oh my god, oh my gosh, John Lithgow. <laughs> and they're you know they're both old men. Although Jeff Bridges, I thought for sure was probably like five or ten years older than Lithgow because he just seems so much older. And Lithgow is like ten years older than Jeff Bridges. Lithgow is like pushing eighty, I think. He was born like in the early forties. He's very close to eighty. Jeff Bridges, he's a he's a baby. He was born in nineteen forty nine. He's like a he's just a young pup. Hold on, I want to look. When, when, when was John Lithgow uh, born into this world? Uh, John Lithgow. Lithgow? Oh, 1945. Okay. Okay, so he's, uh, he's, 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 he's 71, uh, 2, 73, 74, 75, 76. Uh, he's 76 because his birthday's in October. All right, so he's, well, still, he's he's closer to 80 than 70, so uh, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> holy mackerel, I am... Whew, I love it. It's a beautiful, gorgeous day outside. Uh, it's 11 a.m. I day off, don't have to work. This is, I could, if, if every day looked like this, if every day I could do this, and if I could make money doing this and not have that 9 to 5 shit and still and make a ton of money doing the podcast thing, that's, that's heaven right there, baby. That is the dream of the day uh uh oh am i going to sneeze am i going to sneeze i don't know i guess not all right uh so what the hell was i talking about oh john lithgow and jeff bridges they're in this show called the old man and uh and jeff bridges is like a mild-mannered guy just kind of lives at home alone with his dogs and then, uh, uh, you know, and then there's just, there's, you're just trying to, like, who, who is this guy? He's obviously, you know, there's a certain level of mystery, a certain amount of mystery in Jeff Bridges' character because he was just trying to figure out, okay, he's talking to somebody on the phone. Presumably that's his daughter. Where is she? Where does she, is she nearby? Do they only talk on the phone? What's their relationship like? Where's the mom? Um, you know, just a bunch of things, and then some weird, crazy stuff happens, and uh, and then John Lithgow becomes involved, and you're trying to figure out how he's involved, and these two guys know each other for a very long time, and one's chasing after the other, and who's is one of these guys a bad guy? Are they both bad guys? Are they both good guys? Is it you know? And uh, they're not really gonna just tell you that. You just have to. You know, it, it may be that the answer is yes to both because they're people. I think that's what we're trying to get the the multi layered human aspect to uh, to TV shows, where it's not just like you know the evil. You know, when when you watch uh, when you watch uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, it's like yeah, Darth Vader is the bad guy because he only does evil stuff. But then he's also anyway. Oh man, I'm, I'll talk about that show too, baby. Uh, so. Yeah, so the old man with Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. When I finish this podcast, I'm gonna go watch episode two. It's such a beautiful day. I should go to a park or something. 
Uh, it's just let me go lie in the park, man. But uh, I'll just have the windows open, and that's and that's just that's fantastic for me. That's just lovely. I'm gonna take a sip here. Hold on. All right. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, dude. <laughs> I gotta get to call Paul McCartney. Uh, so yeah, the old man, uh, the old man. <laughs> I would highly recommend. Very good. I'm looking forward to episode two, and then after they they gave you the first two episodes, and then it's gonna be a weekly thing. Um, which I I like. I actually do like that. You know. Uh, and and look, I like that Netflix does it the other way. Because I like when I, I think Stranger Things, you know, that was great to binge it over the over the holiday weekend a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm okay with having a few things that you can just here they are and you can watch all of them from day one. But I like having I, I like how a lot of these streaming things do where they'll give you maybe the first two or even three episodes on week one, and then you get another, and then it's a weekly thing. But uh, Obi Wan. I'm really coming. I wouldn't say coming around on the show. It's I didn't I didn't dislike it, but there were, you know, there were some times where I was just kind of like, oh, this, this is a little. This is you know you, you really boy you really have to suspend disbelief in that show. And there's there's all kinds of you know weird stuff that you could be nitpicky about. But I I also as I've said before I'm I'm sitting there and I'm just trying to be aware of the fact that like listen to this, there is a TV show that comes on every week. And it has Darth Vader in it. And it has Obi-Wan Kenobi. And <laughs> it has James Earl Jones, 90-something-year-old James Earl Jones, still doing the voice of Darth Vader. Like, we're watching something new with James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. And it's is it the greatest thing in the history of television? Uh, no. Have you noticed that I like doing those things where I ask my I answer my own question that I'm just asking myself? Yes, you probably have. Do I care? No, not so much. Uh, anyways, so Obi-Wan Kenobi is getting real good. These last couple of episodes were just fantastic. And uh, I, it's it's great. It's just fun. You got to, This week you got to actually see uh, Hayden Christian. Is it Hayden Christensen? Hayden? Hayden? You got to see Hayden Hayden Christensen. That's my boy, Hayden. Hayden, Hayden, Christensen. Oh, gross. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the old man and the old Darth Vader. And by the way, it's fin- I still think it's great that Obi-Wan Kenobi went out into the desert. Pretty much looks the same, except he grew his beard out. Maybe he's a little more disheveled. But he thought, hey, I gotta hide. I gotta kind of lay low here. I don't want to. Don't want people to catch on to the fact that the great Jedi wizard Obi Wan Kenobi is hanging out here. Because the, the wrong people get that information, and I'm toast. My goose is cooked. I wish they would use that line in a Star Wars thing. <laughs> ah, looks like our goose is cooked. Not yet. <laughs> Not. Not for this mallard. (laughs) 
Oh man, oh man, oh baby. Wow, episode welcome to episode one hundred, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh we is this on? Are we on? Have we, have we started? Just tell me when it starts. Just tell me when you want to get started. <laughs> okay, so uh yeah, so Obi-Wan is really good. The old man is really good. I feel like I've I feel I feel like that's the seventh time I've said that. Uh, it's all great. It's all good stuff. And uh, what else am I? I've, I feel like I'm watching. Uh, yeah, the Star, uh, all the Star Treks I enjoy, Picard, and even Discovery, which you know I think its best days maybe are behind it. Uh, and new seasons of the Orville just started up, and Boys. I finished the latest season of Mrs. Maisel over the weekend. I just absolutely love that show. I think it's fantastic. Um, and Alex Borstein is just, oh my God, is just so great as Susie. It's all. And uh, they're the, in one of the last episodes, maybe the last episode of Miss Maisel, there's a scene with Tony Shaloub and Kevin Pollack. And it's like, oh my God. Like it actually, yeah definitely definitely gave me tears like unexpectedly like oh that moved me uh <laughs> to a bigger house <laughs> uh i said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud uh all right john lithgow what are you doing on my phone oh very from earlier so anyways uh, so yeah, I'm, I've been enjoying playing the mini G box with my arcade games on it. I may play some, uh, some turtles or something afterwards maybe Simpsons. Uh, I enjoy the turtles revenge shredders revenge. You get to play as the turtles and it's the original voice actors too, you know, from the cartoon from back in the day. And, uh, it's, they're pretty much all there. Obviously not James Avery and, uh, you know, maybe a couple others, but the, the four turtles, you know, Rob Paulson and all those guys. And, uh, it's great. It's great fun. It's a fun game. Very nostalgic. They have the turtles theme song, but it's, you know, it's touched up a little bit and, uh, very, very cool. Very cool, man. Very cool. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm hoping to play some Elden Ring later too. And I'm looking at the time, and it's like Jesus Christ! I, I gotta, I just dropped my kids off from at school, and I gotta pick them up in like three hours. And then it's like, and then the, then the vacation's over. No, I'm just kidding. I'm only teasing. I love it. I love when those little rascals come home from school. Although the vacation is over, but I love when those little, those little rascals come home from school. Uh, yeah, what? Uh, I guess that's it. I feel like, oh, no, no. I, I thought we watched a movie. But that was last weekend called The the Invitation. I think I already told you about it. So, yeah. We, we, yeah, we've been watching some uh, the, the Flight Attendant, which is pretty good. And something else that we watched, and I can't even remember. Oh, the new season of Barry. You know, and Barry is one of those ones. I've watched all the seasons and watched all the episodes. But I just, like, I hate. It's one of those ones where I hate the character Barry so much. Like, I just hate that character. Like, he's a terrible, terrible person. And I hate that they... I don't know. And, and maybe the plan is to only temporarily try to make him uh, a sympathetic character. But I don't... I think if, if you are rooting for Barry or if you like Barry in any way, that you're somewhat of a sociopath. I th you know, that would be my, my take. 
Um, cause it's just like, he's terrible. He's terrible. But the, the acting is great. And there's, you know, the, the funny stuff can be pretty funny and just, uh, but it's, it's a, it's a weird mix of funny and not funny. It's like almost, uh, you know, I, they really are kind of fucking with the audience cause the, 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 sh- the ever so sharp turns that it will take from one to the other, like very funny, and now, and now, okay, shit's real. Got real serious, real fast. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a clever show and a, certainly a unique premise. And you know, to to some degree. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But I'm, but I'm loving this season. I'm re- really enjoying it. And uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I, I don't know. It'll probably be disappointing in some way. All right, I gotta take. A, let me take a quick break and get some water, and uh, and I'm gonna talk about Paul McCartney. I gotta get the stuff. I get. I gotta get the tapes queued up. My kids make fun of me all the time because I'm like, I'm like when, like at bedtime, they have iPads. And uh, to my oldest one time, I said, "Why don't you you gonna listen to some of those meditation, those bedtime meditation tapes?" And then my kids just pounced on me like, oh, "Yeah, let me just put it in my." <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put it in my cassette tape player and I'll play some of my meditation tapes because that's how we listen to things is on tapes and on things that play tapes. Oh, let me just get out this record of sleeping tunes. I'm like, yes, yes, all right, all right. I'm like, look, I just, I'm going to say tape for the rest of my life. People have no idea what that means. And they're like, yeah, let's, let's tape the, let's tape the uh, football game. Tape? What the fuck are you talking about? Why don't you listen to? Yeah, let's put on some tapes. <laughs> um, although I don't, I don't refer to my music as tapes. I do say I'll say album. I think I'll say record even, but not tape. Anyway, uh, what what was I? I don't even know. Why don't I just? Why don't I just pause the tape right now? <laughs> get my shit together, and then I'll come and tell you about. Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah, because I got to queue up the tapes. All right, let me queue up the tapes, and we'll be right back right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Birthday Boy Podcast. some fun experimentations <laughs> fun experiment and there's a fun thing about garage band right you just can plug in and uh, do some tunes just make them up as you go along it's good fun uh yeah welcome back to the old birthday boy podcast uh yeah i want to talk about paul mccartney but i also uh, no, I guess that's it. I was going to say, oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about Sunday, but there was nothing. Sunday was Father's Day. I got up and watched a few episodes of Seinfeld. And then I spent the rest of the day doing work. Yay! All right, so uh, let's see here. What's this video? 
Huh? Oof. Oh, God. All right, so we went <clears throat> we went to Fenway Park June 7th, two weeks ago, to see Paul McCartney. And I was just reminded, see, I've already started putting this out of my mind, which is good, but I'm just hearing it just now. This is, we had great seats. It was great, a great night. The weather was great. Everything's great. Food, good, you know, it's all good. It's just a happy time. And he comes out, Paul McCartney comes out, and there's a girl behind us screaming so deafeningly loud that it was the closest thing that anything could come to ruining that otherwise wonderful evening. And people, like, talk to her repeatedly. Like, I heard a guy, he was really, he was trying to reason with her. He's like, I... He's like, you need to warn me when you're going to do that. You need to tell me because there's a lot of people who are not enjoying the sound of your screaming. And she just kept she just kept screaming so loud. And I didn't say anything because I, I kind of I turned around and got a look at her. And she looked, you know. I didn't want to be that guy to turn around and say, shut the fuck up. And then find out, like, oh, man, this is, you know, special needs. and then, Which doesn't. You know, you should still have a fucking somebody there wrangling you. Anyway, <clears throat> you can you can kind of hear it in this video. I mean, yeah. Are you kidding me? All night, the whole goddamn night. Yeah. You hear that? Anyway. <sighs> it was dreadful. It was absolutely dreadful. Uh, all right, let me let me find the first clip. And by the way, I think it, it's occurring to me that you're going to hear this piece of shit screaming during a lot of these songs. She stopped for a while. Like, you know, I would kind of brace myself anytime a song ended. I was ready to have a deafening scream in my ear. Uh, so I kind of got my hand up, and uh, and there was a good. I, I, I want to say close to an hour where I didn't hear anything from her. Uh, okay, good. And then the last couple of songs, she came back screaming like a fuckhead. Anyway, here he is. Uh, the first time he addressed the crowd, Sir Paul. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it's just a great, great evening. Okay, I've got the feeling we're going to have a real good time here tonight. I mean, right? Songs for you, some new songs, and some between songs. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, he he did talk a lot, and and it, but it was like you're hearing story. You know, he's talking about like in the '60s, man, it was, and the news Jimmy was playing, you know, and he, and there's Eric Clapton, and you know, he's a little. A little cringy today, but you know, it was like it was great. Let's see what other where else? What do I, what 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 else do I have here? No, no, no. He's soaking up the crowd. Oh. 
Alright. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. I'm just trying to find where he's not singing. There we go. Talking about Jimi Hendrix. First of all, hold on. Yeah. Playing that a little bit, you hear that? A little Jimi Hendrix tribute, and then he talked about Jimmy. Hello? What are we doing here? Because even though he's American, he kind of broke out of London, you know? And uh, we got to hang out a little bit together. He was a really nice guy, very, very humble, you know, fantastic guitar player. And he was new on the scene, so uh, everyone wanted to catch him and uh, see how he was playing, you know? And one of the greatest tributes he ever played, paid for us, was that we had released Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Friday night, we used to release records on the Friday. We'd release it on the Friday night, and two days later, on the Sunday, he'd learned it, and he opened a show with it. And he did a great version of it, you know, a really wild version. And he had his uh, vibrator arm, you know, this Bixby, um, whammy bar, whatever you call it. And he was, he was giving it some willy, you know, he was really going for it. It was like a great solo, but those of us who knew about Bixby and Vibrator Arms, we knew that now he had to be wildly out of tune. Because you couldn't do that in those days. You know, everything would go if you, if you gave it that much willy. So uh, he's looking around, we thinking, what's he going to do? It's his first number and he's totally out of tune. Uh, what's he gonna do? So he starts looking in the audience. He's saying, is Eric Clapton there, man? And he's looking for Eric Clapton. <laughs> and, and Eric was in the audience, you know, everyone, everyone who was anyone was there. But Eric doesn't want to know. Eric's cringing down. <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, so will you come up here and tune this thing for me? <laughs> Rick says, no. Tune it, he Yeah, so he's saying, you know, little stories like that. It's like, all right, this is, this is great. And I'm trying to find some more. More singing. More singing that I'm not going to show you for... Hmm. Okay. What's the next one? Nope. Let's see. There we go. Here's more. Thank you very much. Okay, so now... Now we're going to take you back through the mists of time. And take you back to a little port in the north of England, in a place called Liverpool. Yeah. 
that little port, there were these four guys who got together, formed the band, and uh, ended up doing quite well for themselves. But back then, uh, it's a different, different state of affairs because we're just a little gigging band, and you know it was hard looking for work. So we decided that what we might do is we try and make a demo record. So we found a little studio. We found out how much it cost. Cost five pounds, and there was five of us in the group at the time. There was me, John, George, Colin on drums. A guy called Duff on piano. So we each played a battle and we made the, made the demo. And then the arrangement was that we each keep it for a week and then pass it to the next guy. So I kept it for a week and I passed it to John, he kept it for a week, passed it to George, who kept it for a week, passed it to Colin, who passed it to Duff, and Duff kept it for 20 years. Uh, that duff. And then, then he sold it back to us <laughs> at quite a considerable profit. <laughs> anyway, the song that we did that day is the one we're going to do now. It's good stuff. Uh, I wish that I could play. I don't know which of these are sung. Okay. Um, I wish I could play the songs because it's, I mean, they were fireworks. He played Live and Let Die. And, you know, when the Live and Let Die, and then there's like explosions, fire, like it was like a WWE show. It's crazy. And then when it, you know, and then there's just crazy fireworks going all over the place, all you know. That's great. It was really just, I, I, yeah, yeah. I thought I'll, I'll talk about it in a sec. But here's some more. He's talking about uh, George Martin, I think. Oh uh, no, I think that was talking about George Harrison. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no shortage of confidence. My God, if Paul McCartney at any point during his uh, sixty whatever some odd year career, fifty sixty year career, uh, yeah, no, it'll be about a sixty year. Anyway, if at any point in the last like uh, fifty of those sixty years he was. Uh, you know, felt a lack of confidence or was in a slump or something I, that we, we certainly didn't know about it. And, you know, watch him in, in concert is like, this is the guy, this is one of the best in the world, still at his best. And he just turned 80, by the way. <laughs> when I think about, like, I had, uh, well, one grandparent was dead long before I was born. But of the remaining three, uh, I had uh, two who died before they reached 80 and they were old, you know, they looked like old people. They were old people. So to see Paul McCartney up there, like a kid dancing and singing and doing the whole thing, it's just like, Oh my God, this guy's 80. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. And he, uh, if you know, I say like, what's, what are the chances of Paul McCartney coming back to Boston? Where, you know, he, he doesn't tour every day. The last one was six years ago. If, he, if it's another six years, you know, he'll be 85, 86, uh, depending on when exactly he does it. But, like, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> now you're in your mid-80s. And if anyone could do it, it could be Paul McCartney. Could come back on another tour in five, six years and probably look exactly the same as he did yesterday, which is exactly the same as he did, like, in 1990-something. It's... It really is. It's like watching young Paul McCartney because he doesn't move like an old person. He doesn't act like an old person. He acts like Paul McCartney at any time. If you watch the documentary on Disney, if you see Beatles footage, if you see more recent footage, if you, I, he just, it's just him. It's not like oh, that's a that's a much older version of a of a once young fellow. No, that's just like. He's, he's rocking out. He doesn't stop. He jumps from the guitar to the piano. To I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The energy level. And, yeah, you know, it's uh, just goes to show you, you know, if, uh, if you take care of yourself and you're a filthy rich rock star who can take lots of time off and afford the best care and treatment on the planet... Uh, then you too could not only live to be 80, but be dancing around on stage at Fenway Park on a, on a world tour, or whatever tour it is. I don't know. I guess it was a U.S. tour. But anyway, it's just incredible. Just, just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, okay, so what did I just play, and what's this? Is this a thing? Oh, my God. That bitch screaming. Hmm. And luckily I have that scream on the video to remember for all times. My wife was ready to turn on and clock her. In a way that I actually believe that that would happen. But that wouldn't... That wouldn't end very well. All right. Oh. All right, I thought he was going to uh, play in tunes. Can't do that. 
No. Do that. This is nice. I tried to learn that blackbird, you know? How many people here tried to learn blackbird? He's talking about how people come up to him all the time, evidently, and say, I tried to learn blackbird, but I can't. It's hard. I don't know how many scenarios I can realistically envision where Paul McCartney's just walking around and people are like, hey, man, I tried to I mean, I would think like just people in his inner circle or, yeah, occasionally he might meet somebody on the road who's, you know, working security or something and is maybe a musician, like things like that, I'm sure. But like, I just love the whole, and people come up to me all the time. Do they? Do people just approach you? Are you, are, <laughs> yeah, all the time when you're just walking out for your morning paper and walking down to have a cup of coffee at the cafe? <laughs> all right. So he's, he said, how you know? Yeah, everybody tell, tells me Blackbird's hard. How many people have ever tried to play Blackbird? I tried to learn that Blackbird. Yeah. You know? How many people here tried to learn Blackbird? <laughs> you all got it wrong. Yeah, it's very nice, very sweet. What's this one? Uh, well, one of the things in those days that you couldn't really say... Uh, oh, yeah, this is... Uh, I forgot what song it is, but, you know, the song that he wrote for John after his death, basically. There were a bunch of guys, the four guys. You couldn't really say, I love you, man. It just wasn't the whole thing. Because you're all trying to be hard and be tough, you know. And, uh, so we never really got to say it, you know. I mean, we knew we all loved each other. You could never say it. So uh, I wrote this next song after John died. That's here for John. Yeah, it's just really nice. Anyway. Let's, let's see. Nope. That's music. Nope. That's music. Nope. That's music. <laughs> music. Okay, let's see what he has to say here. Oh, 
many people here tonight are actually from Boston? Quite a few. Yeah. Now, how many people, not from Boston, not from somewhere nearby, but from somewhere completely different? <laughs> now, on behalf of the tourist board, we welcome you. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, he's talking about George. So, uh, we played it together that day, and we'd like to play it for you now. Yeah, he played on the uh, ukulele. Nice. Okay, I think this is all. Nope, songs. Nope, songs. Nope, songs. <laughs> nope, songs. All right, here we go. So, uh, here we go. Okay, he's looking at signs in the crowd. He stops. He's like, oh, let me take a let me read some of these signs. So he's reading signs that people are holding up. Massachusetts loves you. But it was funny. I mean, it's yeah, a dad and a daughter next to each other. I think they were they sang happy birthday that was what it was yeah he was hold on let me go back a sec that's right I don't know if you can hear it 
Yeah, a little bit. So that's nice. Fenway Park saying happy birthday. <laughs> All right. What else? What else? What else? What else does he say? Nope, they're rocking out there. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. What's this? Nope. Nope. Is it nice that I put this together? Really make sure I was... Oh, yeah, this is the... Yeah. Explosions. All right, let's see what he has to say now. So you said, did you that's a good idea? I said, yeah. So check it out. Yeah. All right, well, that wasn't much of anything. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Hey, they, they, they. Yeah, okay. Then he's saying the birthday, happy birthday. No. Yeah, let's see this one. Pablo. I can't do Paul McCartney. You got Pablo, you know. Yeah, I guess he just thanks. He thanks everybody. Great band. Incredibly talented. Alright, I guess he just thanked the band. Uh, Alright. I guess that's it. Uh, is there another? What else? Is it all music? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I guess that's... Is that about it then? Oh yeah, and then he just... <laughs> Thank you, Boston. Thank you, Fairway. Thank you, Fairway. 
Fireworks and the whole thing. He waves goodbye. It's great. They got the big monitors, so you can, no matter how far away you are, you can see everything. Uh, yeah, there goes the fireworks. Good stuff. All right, yeah, good time by Paul McCartney. Good time with Paul McCartney. Yeah, it was good fun. Uh, I think I'm gonna close up shop here. I gotta take a. I actually do have to take a quick break. I gotta go to the bathroom, and we'll be right back here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Stick around. Too bad if I do say so myself. 
Yeah, all right. A little tune that I whipped up during during the break, if you can believe that. A little tune that I would took took it. This is why I don't do this shit on the computer because I just want to sit here and make songs. That's all. I just want to tunes and 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 podcasts, and that's that's what it's all about. It's you know it's it's an hour and a half into this thing, and usually if I talk into the phone, it's an hour and a half. I just talk to the phone for an hour and a half, and. If I do this, it's an hour and a half recorded. I think I started around 10. It's been three hours, right? And I did stop. I took a little break. I had some lunch. Well, I had junk food, but uh, some other stuff. But, you know, it's it's like, huh. So these are these kind of podcasts, are they're rare treats because I, I wish I had time to just sit and I'd make tunes and all that fun stuff. But, you know. Another time, another time. So, hey, but it's a good way to kick off Season 4. We are now in Season 4. Officially. Last day of spring, I believe. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, so, hey, there you go. So, we had Episode 99 back in the winter. And then uh, <laughs> we had Episode 100 uh, in the spring, on the last day of spring. Who knows when Episode 101 will, will show up. But I figured... You know, I don't. I, I just don't have it in me to do like a big. Hey, it's the hundredth episode. Let's, uh, uh, you know, this is this is as much as I can go all out for a, for an episode. Uh, well, I guess I guess there's is there anything else to say? No. But there's obviously there's look. This is the one hundredth episode, uh, but there's like five hundred episodes. Because most of the episodes nowadays, and probably for us, you know, for the foreseeable future, most episodes are going to be quote bonus episodes, where they're just they don't really. It's just me walking and talking into the phone, which is really what this podcast has become, because there really isn't time to do much else. Uh, and I can't. Uh, the exhaustion, uh, you know, it's too much to, to just to spend a whole Saturday doing a podcast. I love to do that, but I, I don't have that strength right now. <laughs> it's, you know, I got to I gotta have uh, have some time to, to myself and the family and all that shit. Uh, especially when I spend the week working until uh, 10, 11, midnight, whatever it is. Uh, there's not much, there's not a hell of a lot of leisure time left over, so... Anyway, speaking of which, I got an hour until I have to go pick up the kids now, and that's it. It's like it's a day off, but it's like ah, uh, gotta run, gotta drop the kids off, I gotta pick the kids up, I gotta. Anyway, uh, I suppose I suppose that's going to do it for episode one hundred. And like I said, it's been many more, there's much more than a hundred episodes, as you know. You can just go look at any podcast feed of the Birthday Boy podcast, and you'll see there's hundreds of, literally hundreds of episodes. There will be hundreds more. Uh, we'll get to episode 1,000 at some point, probably sooner than later, and uh, and we'll get to. I mean, we'll have thousands of these by the time it's done. And the most interesting thing is, someday we can go to the very first podcast and then listen to. Let's say I do 10,000 episodes. It'll take some time, but let's just say I do 10,000. Well, it'd take 20, roughly, well, no. It's not five. If I did, it's taken me three years to do 500 episodes. So it's, it'll, okay, 10,000. Let's say, let's just say 2,000. We get to 2,000 episodes. And you know what? Let's say we get to 5,000. 
or 10,000. Let's say it's 10,000. I'm 97 years old, and I'm on the 10,000th episode, and I've decided, okay, that's enough of the Birthday Boy podcast. I'm officially, I'm officially done. Uh, and we can go and listen to the very first one, and then the very last one. And what's really fascinating is, uh, you know, because because so many people, you know, what is the thing? You put 10,000 hours until you can really be good at something. Uh, so, so on the 10,000th, hopefully I'll be actually good at this. Um, but it'll be, it'll be fascinating to listen to that episode and to go back and compare it to the first episode, uh, where you will hear, uh, in all likelihood, no difference whatsoever. Just didn't learn anything. Didn't acquire new skills. Didn't get better. My voice didn't improve. Uh, the, my timing, my rhythm, nothing improved. It's going to be the same fucking thing as it was in 2019 when we first started this podcast. Oh, Jesus. Except I don't, I don't do this as much into the microphone where I, oh, listen, listen to those golden pipes. Oh, I can't do it. This is your grandfather, Cliff. Ah, forget it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I don't have any Cliff stuff. That's I, I just don't. Um, but it's it's a, it's the one hundredth episode. If you've if you've been listening for every episode, wow. I mean, holy shit. That's uh, that means a lot to me. It means a hell of a lot. Uh, if you just started, if you've been listening to some. If you've listened and said this guy fucking sucks, and then you left, and then you came back, uh, welcome back. Uh, if you're relatively new, hey, hey, yeah, this was this is how it goes. And it's mostly me talking to my phone these days, and then once uh, every five months or so, I hook the thing up to the computer. Now that I have a good computer that I can you know more easily make podcasts on, that makes a world of difference. Uh, but nevertheless, whether it's through the phone, whether it's through the the professional setup here, whatever the case may be, I'm going to do this for as long as I can, as long as I want to, as long as I feel like it, as long as, you know, whatever. Uh, So I'm going to go. I'm going to spend an hour or so playing some video games, and then I'm going to go pick up my kids from school, and then uh, I don't know. We'll see where the evening takes us. It's a little bit of a bummer because, like, tomorrow... I, I, that's the problem. My kids are done with school on Wednesday, as I mentioned. My wife, I think, is done today. I think she, I think that she's done for the summer after today. And so... And, you know, this is the time I have so many friends who are teachers... Yeah, kids who are in school. So obviously, I'm surrounded by people who are on summer vacation, who get summer vacation. Now, teachers, unfortunately, they don't get much else besides the summer vacation because they're just wildly underpaid. I mean, in New York, they're paid well. Massachusetts, they're paid well. New Hampshire, they are not paid well. The Carolina, there's so many places where there's so many teachers making like you know thirty, less than thirty in some cases, thirty, forty. Like, dude, come on. Give give these poor bastards a fucking break. Uh, anyway, I will, yeah. But that's, you know, it says a lot about the quality of the education because the teachers that my kids have had in New Hampshire, they're not in it for the money. Not that many, not that most teachers are. 
but they don't get paid much money, so they're definitely not in it for the money. And uh, they just—it's just fantastic teachers, great experience. Anyway, but I—but I'm surrounded by it, so I say, oh yeah, it's I'm uh, like I'm—I kind of feel excited, like yeah, summer vacation. And then I realize, like, oh no, I just had a three-day weekend, and it's—it's it's about to come to an end, and it's just back to the regular grind tomorrow, and just grinding the rest of the summer. <sighs> I'm still looking forward to if I can get a couple weeks off in the fall. That would be just terrific. All right. I've been yapping away for too long. I'm going to go now. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for whatever, for everything. Uh, what else is there? You've been listening. That's Go to birthdayboyshop.com. Get merchandise. Come on. Just go and get merchandise, will you? Uh, get that merch. Uh, something else. Positivity is a uh, is a foolish. Uh, it's just it's just pointless. It really is just pointless. Uh, but but kindness matters. Kindness matters. I think I was saying earlier. I paid it forward when we went to the Monument Square Market uh, to get some sandwiches, and some doofus came in, and he was like, he's like, "What's that, honey? You don't have your wallet? Oh, gee, oh. and he's like." I'm like, I think this guy's just fucking... I think this is just a fucking act that this guy does. But anyways, I'm like, hey, listen. It was like two slices of pizza and a drink. I'm like, I, I got your pizza. It's okay. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he was le- he was like leaving. And I'm like, get back in here. I got your stupid pizza, you fucking guy. And then he uh, had a sneak attack handshake that I wasn't prepared for. So I shook his hand. And then his wife was there. And I shook her hand. And they were very nice people. And he he looked at me and he's like, "Do I know you?" I'm like, "I don't think so." He's like, "You from Hollis?" No. You play in a band, don't you? No. <laughs> I just look that cool. I'm not that cool. I just look like a really cool dude. Uh, so, anyways, I bought. And I, the only reason I say this is because it occurred to me. I better. Buy, I gotta buy somebody a fucking lunch somewhere because it's been over a year now since I was in the drive-through at McDonald's. And uh, and the woman in front of me, she cut me off. It was the two lines, you know, that fork and uh, reverse fork, um, and they merge at the at the you know at the window. Uh, and you know, if if somebody orders their food before you, and then you order your food, you're not supposed to pull in front of them. And this lady pulled in front of me, and I was like, "God damn you! Who the fuck?" You fucking ass! I'm like, I'm so pissed, and I'm just like screaming. And then I get to the window, and he's like, you know, give him my debit card. He's like, no. He's like, you're good. Uh, enjoy your enjoy your meal, and uh, you pay it forward at some point. The lady in front of you paid for your for your meal. I'm like, oh, that's that's great. That's nice. It was only like nine bucks worth because it was just for the kids, but still, it's like, hey, it's great. And so this guy's pizza and drink was about nine. You know, a few slices of pizza and a drink. It came to about nine bucks, and I said, "Okay, no, this is it. Now I'm, now I'm free and clear. <laughs> this thing looming over my head, and that's what I hate about having somebody pay it forward to me. Is it's like, oh, now I have, now I've got to give somebody else, or, you know, I have the bad karma, and all of that. So, uh, what the fuck noise was that? Anyway, uh, huh. All right." So anywho, uh, yeah. So I paid for their their food over the over the weekend, but the big the big disappointment the big disappointment was that uh, I ended up shaking this guy's hand, and of course I just went home and I lit my hand on fire and burned it and scrubbed it and all that stuff. So 
I think I'm okay, but still, it's just like, oh, he, he got me out of nowhere, and I shook his, oh, and it was sweaty, and it was so gross, oh, why are we, do, why, do, why do the fuck do you people have to shake hands, why, I know it's been, that's been the way for a long, long time, but like, it's enough, don't need to fucking shake your fucking hands no more, anyway, Alright, so positivity is stupid, handshakes are stupid, kindness matters, but you can be kind without having to shake somebody's hand, you don't need to do that. Jesus Christ. And uh, and that's that's all, that's all. For episode 100, thank you for listening, thank you for subscribing, tell your friends about us, uh, have them subscribe, even if they don't listen, just have, as, as, as many people as you know, just say, hey, ah, what the fuck was that? Jesus Christ! Oh, my hair clip snapped off my head. I thought somebody was punching me in the head. I thought it was a person. Oh my God! My headphones kill. Jesus Christ! Woo! Oh. Oh. Yeah! Wow! Mild. <clears throat> Anyways. Thanks for joining us here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Until next time, this is episode 100. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.